Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What up out there, podcast land? Oh, What's happening? Oh, we got it that time. <laughs> <laughs> Loud and clear. Number three. Number three. All right. Called Danny Boy Obino. You know what? Uh, it was technical difficulties. Was, yeah, he's over there hitting buttons that he didn't know fingers. he had. Let's not point fingers. Well, bro, there's only one man on the board. You are the bean of the board. <laughs> I saw Mona over here messing with you. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. We are back uh, and better than ever, baby. We're back. We, <laughs> she agrees with part of that statement. Yeah. <laughs> well, three tries. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm so this saying. is literally the third time. And so every time when I said we're <laughs> back and better than ever, Mona was like, well, we've not, we haven't been here. Uh, she's had to complain about everything. So I think oh. finally she gave up just thinking, well, it's going to get scruffed anyway in just right, a minute. Right. But we are back uh, together. We, we haven't yeah. been together in many weeks i've been gone one week this summer (laughs) i've been gone like two days (laughs) okay well well i wasn't gonna deny that it was my fault but nah you y'all have fun that was a good time man great pictures up there in michigan and wherever else you went i have no clue well mostly michigan wisconsin but we didn't see much of wisconsin so the baby. You let you some though. cheese up there and there. You Wisconsin time. <laughs> I don't really know I'm what assu- he just said. I'm assuming there's another Wisconsin I hadn't heard about because <laughs> I don't recognize the accent from that. One. <laughs> I think he was asking about cheese. I, yeah, I heard cheese or sheep. I wasn't. <laughs> We did go to several cheese shops in Wisconsin. Did you get some cheese curds? Yes, but not as much. Okay, so this is the literal truth. And if Tyler listens to this, I'm in foods. trouble. Every time we would go somewhere and they had cheese curds on the menu, I would say, we could order some cheese curds. And he would say, how about if we get onion rings? I'm like, okay, we'll get onion rings. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I did have cheese curds one time at oh. Culver's, but... Every other time, onion rings. Got onion. <laughs> I'm a fan of both, but man, like you're not gonna get cheese curds around here. I know, you know. we should have gotten them more. Uh, you gotta curd it up when you can. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. So let's just take a left and go to scripture. Here we go. So hey, we finished up. Whoa! Finally, <laughs> First Peter. <laughs> I know some of y'all were like, "Wow, ready for that, man." But um, so we're in, we said we we're going to Isaiah 40. So Mona decided that we're going to start at verse 9. She said, scrap the first eight verses. It's not worthy. We're going to start at verse 9. <laughs> I'm sure that's how the conversation went. It, in my recollection, <laughs> it went something like that. We might have to call Tyler and Drew in here to uh, They will have that. my side. You just busted on Tyler. You think he's agreeing with you? I going to stand up for me. <laughs> Don't make, so, don't make this turn into a Hey, guys, give a shout-out to um, – would encourage some of you guys to go um, look up um, Goose of Grace. Yeah. That is – yeah, that has started. Yep. Um, let me just say, be prepared for anything. It's truly unique. It is unique. 
the last time the main discussion for 10 minutes was <laughs> would you rather fight Chuck Norris at age 70 some or eat Bojangles for a year? Something like that. I don't even know. Oh, now I know what our next one's going to be. <laughs> Uh, no, I love that your your little promo for us turned into a warning somehow. Really, the tone of it shifted very quickly. No, I mean, I'm just telling you, you just have to expect it's, it's the unexpected. A, yeah, it's a cow no, of different Nobody color. thinks like Dan and Drew together. <laughs> On like that the show, way- nobody <laughs> thinks. No, no, yeah, you could have stopped no. there. <laughs> That's what I thought she paused off. No, no. Wow. The, the two of y'all's brains together... I uh, there's just nothing like it. Your math is wrong. <laughs> Together we have possibly one at the most. Dan, uh, you have your bobble. I, I do. Oh, here it comes. I do. You forced me into it. Now that we're recording video, I can't. I can't use my phone. <laughs> I love it. I, I thought about do that bringing my job. iPad just to prove a point. So hey, I guess what I did while you were gone? What? I went back and listened to our first couple. Wow. Uh, <laughs> 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 Yeah, the content is really good. Uh, uh, but it was so stiff. I've toyed with the thought <laughs> oh of being like just gosh. adding a note, being like, "Hey, new listeners, start with this." But no, the content was very good. It but was, so stiff. Yeah, it, it, and the slight technical issues. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. I mean, but, but Mona and I both were solid. so so stinking respectable. Stiff, dude. It was. It was. It was like I don't know. <laughs> Uh, 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 anything that I'd ever been associated with, it was not like that. <laughs> I was so worried. I really thought we were going to do like 15 and then end. We're on what? What number is this? This is amazing. Oh, gracious. I don't know, but we I mean, it's high. I, I just love it, man. Thank you guys so very much. I want to say that. We go. We really start back in the – our off season is over. We're back. Um, well, well, except, except for, for <laughs> Mona and I and seven other people are going to Brazil. So We're leaving Dan again. Sorry. He could have come. One of these days, I'm just going to be like, no, we're not pre-recording anything. I'm going to sit here, and they're going to have to listen to me alone. No, I think that one. You do that. Dan Go did ahead. that one. I double-dog dare you. You talk about the longest 30 minutes of, of a day. Bro, I was dying. I'll have to start doing voices. Yeah. So yeah, that that will never. I don't care if I got to pull some dude ride his bicycle up the road to come in and just my, sit there, and every once in a while say, "Yeah." That's my impression of Mona. Hey, <laughs> oh hey girl. Hey, by the way, I am Hank Meadows. This is Jose Camarion. I'm Hank Meadows, um, senior pastor here, and you got um, Miss Mona, the hey girl, hey, hey. my home slice, hey. the OG home slice. That's right. I was reading, and that's what you signed in the book. I, I was rereading. She said, "Your home slice." And we got over there the bean of the board, El Danny Boy. No, it sounded like you just remembered who you were. You're like, oh, wait, I'm hanging. <laughs> yeah. Like you had forgotten momentarily. Well, it has been a while, hasn't it? It has been. So let's get to Isaiah yes, 40. We're going to yes. jump in here. And um, we, we are starting. So Mona um, did. Here, well, I'll tell the truth this time. Mona, we I said, do we want to break it like this? And Mona said, do you want to do it like this? Because she wanted to talk about God's greatness instead of doing it some other way. So we're going to go with God's greatness. We're going to break this down into three sections. So today, Mona's going to read verses 9 through 11. Is that correct? As far as I know. Okay. All right. Isaiah 40, verse 9. I have to be able to see it. Get you up to a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good news. Lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, herald of good news. Lift it up, fear not. 
Say to the cities of Judah, Behold your God. Behold, the Lord God comes with might, and his arm rules for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his recompense before him. He will tend his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom and gently lead those that are with young. All right, let's pray. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the, the opportunity to, to come and explore your word. Um, we thank you for just bringing us back together, and we just thank you for your promises that uh, time and time again they've been shown to be true, and we know we can depend on them, Lord. So we just ask that you help us to depend on you more each day. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, to me, this, this, those three verses, nine, 10, 11, yep, three, those three verses, they're, they're so dramatically different in a sense. To me, they talk about really two different things. Mm-hmm. One is that we're to herald the good news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for the people that would say, and I talked about this last mm-hmm. night during my evangelism discussion. Yep. yep. Let's say evangelism came about in the New Testament. Well, I can prove to you from the Old Testament that it was in the Old Testament too. Here it has the good news. Right. So already we know that there's some good news. Mm-hmm. And then it switches to you see this picture of a gentle Savior. Right. So Gentle but mighty. Gentle, yeah. So yeah, and there, there's no, you got mighty but yet gentle. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's sort of my idea. What do y'all see? That air is not good. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, I like that observation. And I sort of, when I was thinking about these three verses and looking at them, <clears throat> I guess my eye and my thoughts kind of just jumped down to verse 10 and 11 to the declarations about God. But the truth is that the declarations about God do indeed come after the call to tell the good news. And so you're absolutely absolutely right about that and i think that's a great point dan i think that's a great point too no um, <laughs> no uh, just that I, I love that combination of um of the might and then the gentleness because uh, it, it and, and this isn't uh, i'm not necessarily saying this is why this was written but it, but it's a great example of what we're called to be as as christian men and dads and, and husbands this idea that for God, gentleness doesn't, and we've talked about this time and time again, you know, he He isn't one thing and then the other. He's always all of these things. And so this idea of strength and, and definitely calls to mind this idea of a protector and things like that. And then this gentleness doesn't, it's not a weakness. Don't, don't, he, he's not sacrificing his mightiness. And in, in, in verse 12, we get even more of that mightiness. Um, to be gentle, it, it's the same thing. Yeah. You know, and so as a dad, I, I'm called to be gentle to my daughter, but I'm also there to protect her. I'm also there to guide her, even in, in those times where you know it it requires some some uh, let's say less than than gentleness <laughs> on my part. Um, but I just love that it, it's such a good picture of God as, as both of those things at the same time. So, Amen. <laughs> at the same time, but I want to talk first about this. O Zion, herald of good news. Lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, herald of good news. I mean, even in the Old Testament, in these the times of Isaiah, which was four or five hundred years, just thinking off the top of my head, before Jesus, he was saying there's already good news to be told. Mm-hmm. 
And here we are, post-birth, perfect life, death, resurrection, ascension of Jesus. Why do we still not want to tell the good news? I mean, we act like it's bad news. Right. I mean, we have the key to life. Yep. We have the key to everlasting life in perfection. Now, don't don't miss this. Everybody has eternal life. Yes. Everybody. Yes. The the question is not whether you do or not. It's where. It's where you're going to spend location, it. Location. Yeah. <laughs> So, but we have this good news, but so often churches, and, and by churches, I mean the people that make up, not the building, because the building ain't tall. Mm-hmm. Churches act like, and believers act like, and disciples act like, we got nothing to say. Right. I, I, this may be a first. I'm going to disagree with you. Okay. <laughs> and here's why. Because according to, to how we conduct ourselves as, as the modern church, and I, I'm speaking for America because I've only been out of America one time. We think, we, we act like it says, go up to a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good news, lift up your voice with strength. And, and instead of heralding good news, we we act like it says, hey, go tell them what you think. Yeah. Go go proclaim that you're right. Yeah. And, and instead, it doesn't say anything. It does, We don't know who... We don't know anything else about those about who's heralding this, except that the important thing about them is they're sharing the good news, right? And we we've refused to do that. And the herald is an announcer, yeah. I mean, like a preacher in a yeah. sense, a proclaimer that shouts and says the good news. When you have good news, it, it just amazes me. A lie will travel a lot faster oh, yeah. and a lot farther than the truth will. Yep. I mean, a lot faster and a lot farther. You you let a lie get out. It's like wildfire. Yeah. A wildfire on a field that, ha- like when me and my cousin said that field on fire <laughs> back in the day. I mean, woof. Yeah. But you let the truth. And it, it is as slow as a turtle in the rabbit in the hare race. Yeah. Yeah. Rabbit in the hare race. That's the same thing. I think so, the yeah. turtle and the hare. Hey. I'm sorry. There's two rabbits racing. But we we at some point the church yeah. in America has to wake up. The ch- well, I, I think it goes everywhere at times. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been to Brazil. I've been to Burma. I'm not yeah. not a whole lot of difference in in everything. Right. We have the good news. Right. At some point, we have to quit. And and I said believers a minute ago, and I, sh- I probably I'm really trying to stop using that. God called us to go make disciples, mm-hmm. not believers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Paul said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. Right. The reason we don't say anything, I think, a lot of times is because we personally have nothing to say. Mm-hmm. Because we've not crossed the threshold with Jesus truly. We've not accepted him yeah. and the lordship of his life. Uh, what Adrian Rogers said, that we've been to Calvary for pardon, but we've not been to Pentecost for power. Mm-hmm. Right. And that right, and that power would speak in, give to us what it is says here, where it says, "Lift up your voice with strength, lift it up, fear not." And so, um, in order to be able to speak the good news without strength, in order to be able to speak that good news without fear, we do have to have that power. Yeah. And if we don't have that power, the power of the Holy Spirit, um, then we truly don't have the ability to express that good news. Yeah. I know some people say, well, that's not my my gifting. 
I'm sorry, it wasn't Timothy's gift either, apparently, because Paul said, do the work of an evangelist. Yep. Right. It doesn't mean you're going to be able to, to do exactly like an evangelist does and, and, and just reap that benefit and just... But that doesn't mean you don't go, because right. as I read the Great Commission, it just says go, not go dot 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 preachers and deacons, right, right, right. preachers and and church members, preacher. It just says go. Right. It's a directive, by the way. Mm-hmm. And so those that are listening, my encouragement to you is to figure out how to share your faith. And sharing your faith is nothing more. If you share your faith and you don't include the gospel, you've not really shared your faith. Right. So that's my first thought. Second thought. Let's go. We're moving on. Yeah. Hey, man, are we like halfway through? Yeah. Right at okay. it. Right at it. Awesome. I thought we were. Because I'm trying to be really diligent about it. What is, because now we want to talk about this, the might of God, mm-hmm. okay? What scripture or what passage or what um, truth, I'm not going to say story because it's, it's the truth, <laughs> Take out the resurrection because that's obviously the most, po- the most, the 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 greatest example of God's power. Mm-hmm. Okay, is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. What story to you shows Jesus the power of God the most in Scripture? And and we can have three different answers. And there, there's no there's no wrong answer. I know y'all get all willy nilly on me. Just I'm asking your opinion. I'll go first because I don't want Mona to steal it because she always steals my best ideas. Uh, no. Uh, creation. I mean, all right, take creation out too. What? <laughs> oh, this man is changing the rules. Sorry, I should have took creation and resurrection out. Those, I mean, those two are given, bro. <laughs> I could give you a third good one, but I won't do it. I don't want to get rejected again. Hey, Mona, what were you well, going to say? No, I was going to say, I was going to say the flood. Yeah. You know, that's a big dramatic. You know, I can go with that. I mean, God calls it the flood. Okay. Well, uh, my my thing is, uh, I didn't I, know you was gonna go with the negative context. I, well, like that. I, I mean, I'm I really thought it'd that, be something I'm powerful. Using that positive as a, as a gateway to creation without you getting on me, <laughs> because and I'll even go with Jesus calming the storm. We're gonna go with all three of those. His, his look, it's it's 2023. We have not figured out how to control nature. Every time we 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 try, we fail yeah. horribly. God's in control of nature. Why? Because he created it. He yeah. has command over all of it. Um, and, and he allows these storms. To, he, he does allow these storms to rip through because Satan is the prince of the power of the air. And, and be real clear, none of the pictures of this that are, that are in the Bible show one ounce of strain. Oh, yeah. Okay? It's a thought. It's a word. It's a breath. And it obeys. Yeah, it's so different. When you watch Star Wars movies, and I'm a Star Wars Oh, the, man, the man. shaky force when, grab, when you go, yeah. And you're, you're, you're really doing it hard, <laughs> yeah. and you're shaking. I mean, Jesus basically glances and, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, that's it. Fine. What's yours? Well, um, I get, the first thing that came to my mind was um, Jonah and the big fish being swallowed by the big fish. Why is that? Well, because I think that, um, I mean, I don't, people say that it's just not possible. I don't know if that's true or not, but I feel like because it was God that appointed the fish to, to swallow him. And so um, just showing God's sovereignty over that fish to make that happen. Um, and so that shows to me, that shows might. Have you ever noticed, you know, this is where you're talking and people are, you know, they want to say it was a whale and the whale's throat right. is not big enough. You ever notice that the differences in people? Some people are tall, some people are short, 
Some people have very big mouths. Some people have small mouths. Some people are muscular. Some people are skinny. Some people are this. Some people are that. So are you going to tell me that there could not possibly be one whale right. out there? Now, now listen, let me, let me be very clear. God did appoint this great fish. Right. It never caused a whale. It says a great right. fish. God made this fish. And by the way, just for some of you out there, Jonah is a true story. See, got I it, Jack? He was headed that way. So. Oh, I did too, but then I, I got distracted because where I thought you were going for a minute was that maybe Jonah was really small or skinny. And so how could you say he couldn't fit <laughs> I didn't know you were going the other way with the fish, not Jonah. Yeah. Well, Jonah, and yeah, okay, so maybe Talking Jonah about body was types, maybe yeah. Jonah was six foot four, about an inch wide, and I mean, but does it really matter? Not you're trying to say you're putting. Every, we here we go again, putting a box around stuff we right. don't want to agree with, saying it could not be a variant. Right. If God wanted it, mm-hmm. God made it, mm-hmm. and that well, and that's the beautiful thing is is. We, we try to do that with things we don't understand. The beautiful thing about being a Christian, being a Christ follower, it doesn't require me to understand every nuance. I don't understand every nuance. Right. You can't. Yeah. Because I'm not Jesus. Right. Here's mine. It's it's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yeah. And here's why. Because when all that went down on that plane of Shinar, and they're the only three dudes standing, mm-hmm. when Nebuchadnezzar got so mad and he said, do it, they said, and I love this, this is top five of my statements of all scripture, I think. Man, our God could do this. But if not, mm-hmm. let me tell you something, Hoss. Let it be known and recorded, we didn't bow. Yep. Right. So throw us in there. Right. I mean, have y'all ever been near fire? Yep. That fire was so hot, the dudes that threw them in the fire got Not killed. Right. right. And those dudes are dancing the jig up in there. Yep. Little Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> But yeah, that, that you don't. The only reason you would you would have that confidence is because of how mighty God. You is. know how yep. powerful He is. Yep. yep. And and then you know the only thing that bur- the Bible says they didn't even smell like smoke. Mm-mm. Which yep. anyone who's been around a campfire knows that. I mean, it, you smell like smoke when you've been always. Around a yeah. And all I think about is trying know. to start those fires for the nativity, yeah. and all I smelled <laughs> was smoke. Yeah, that's it. So He's this mighty God <laughs> that that. We should bow down because there's ample evidence that he is who he says he is. And there's ample evidence of of everything the Bible says. I know there are some people that are like, oh, no, no, no. Did you know that just recently, because one of the critics, Bruce and I talked about this last Wednesday night, that within the past month, you know, they would always say, well, you know, there's really no inscriptions that talk about King David and Solomon found in that part of the world. Or they don't talk about it with this group. Did you know just recently there was an Assyrian something found hmm. that says of the lineage of David? Really? Of course. Well, Every it, turn of the archaeologist spade uh, yep. further proves the scripture is true. I, li- I like motives, of course. Because I was just sitting here thinking, like, how how sure of ourselves we are that, like, just because we didn't find it yet, that that obviously Scripture's wrong, we're right, right you right. know. Oh, well, Scripture's yeah. always wrong. Yeah, I mean, come on. So, God, God, I, and then you you know, has one, and I told you not creation. I mean, you want to talk about power. Oh, yeah. yeah. You just speak light being light becomes. Mm-hmm. To which we really still don't know what light is. Yeah. Other than 
it lights things up. <laughs> Big fan, yeah. And then for someone to be dead, <clears throat> nothing happens, and he sits up. Yeah. And I mean, he was dead, dead. Not just that. That's power. Yep. And I'm sorry for those that that would say it's a book. I, I feel for people that say this book is fables and myths and made up stuff. I feel for you mm-hmm. because there's ample evidence that it's true. I mean, even in textbooks in our public schools talk about Jesus Christ of Nazareth mm-hmm. who was crucified. And then it talks about the fact that people claim he was seen. I go back to if he wasn't seen and didn't rise, mm-hmm. why didn't the Pharisees and all of them produce the body? Right. They hated Jesus. Right. You don't think they would have loved to have said, hey, here he is. Y'all keep saying this lie. And then why would all the disciples die for a lie? I mean, you you can ride a lie for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bro, I'm not giving my life for your <laughs> lie. Right. 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 I mean, when it comes right. down to it, I am not yeah. going to give my life for your lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway. So let's go to the third point. We are moving right are along. Moving this right is a on. this is a new <laughs> Hank. We still got we still got five minutes. This is okay. He is a shepherd. I mean, think about it. We have this good news. We're to herald, and then he says, "I want you to herald this good news that we have this mighty and powerful King, God, Father." But he's also a shepherd. Yes. Right. How do you, how do you? Compare and contrast and wrap your brain around this mighty because you don't picture it, do you? Mm-hmm. You you picture and and David, it's just gonna be David is the greatest picture of this, really. Because uh-huh. who he was a shepherd mm-hmm. boy that right. loved his sheep, mm-hmm. but he was a fierce warrior right. Right. and mighty in battle. Right. Saul's killed his thousands, David's killed his ten thousands. Well, and what did David what did David do as a shepherd in taking care of his sheep? Um, he killed a lion with his hands. And so, you know, we see him being... Stop for that for a minute. I know. He killed a lion. Right. With his hands. Bare hands. I didn't realize he had bare hands. Well, oh. <laughs> Sorry, that was part of our five minutes we had left. Yeah. But so it is a great picture, though, of a shepherd, as he cares for his sheep, does fight off the... En- the enemies that come, the the um, the dangers, mm-hmm. the all of those things, and so as we think about God as our shepherd, that as He and I don't know, this just came to me, and so it's just just tying it all together. But as He is holding us in His His arms and gently holding us and protecting us, He at the same time is fighting those battles for yeah. us. He's fighting those things that that are wearing us down, that are coming against us, and and. Things are coming against us nonstop. 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 We were just talking about um, how bad things are in the world today, and especially in America, and the things that are coming against Christianity. But if you allow um, God as your gentle shepherd to hold you in that safe place of his arms, it doesn't mean that his arms aren't available to fight those battles. I was about to say, that's such a good testament of his might. Yeah. Because if it's me... uh, if I'm protecting somebody, I'm at best at 50% capacity right there. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, it, it doesn't cause one iota of, of his strength to not be applied to the protection. That Oh, I love that. Right. What a great picture. I love y'all going, man. Go. <laughs> I mean, it's in, 
it's just who Jesus is and God is in the Holy Spirit. They are that loving yet powerful. I mean, he is so loving that he demonstrated his love for us that while we were still yet sinners, he died for us. Right. Yet he's so mighty that there's coming a day when every knee will bow and every mm-hmm. tongue will confess mm-hmm. that Jesus Christ is Lord because he will have put all the enemies, even the enemy, right. Satan, under his, his feet. Right. And he will step on the neck mm-hmm. of him and mm-hmm. defeat all enemies. Yep. That's him. Right. And here's my truth. Here's my statement to somebody. If you're just coming in and you're sort of listening, you're not a believer. There is coming a day when every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. Right. Mm-hmm. You may say, yep. "I'm not." Oh, yes, yes you, you will. will. You will. Right. You will because you may not accept and believe in His power on this side of eternity, but you will on the other mm-hmm. side of eternity. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Big thought. Closing thought. Well, just um, one thing that we didn't that. In verse 10, where it says, Behold, the Lord God comes with might. That Lord is actually the word, the name Adonai, which speaks to him being indeed Lord and Master. Mm-hmm. And so as we look at this and the might that he has and the, the shepherd that he is, it's because he is Lord and Master. Yes. And so um, that if he wasn't, he wouldn't be able to do that. All right, I'm piggybacking off of her. This is great. <laughs> Uh, no, my, my thought was, was just given this picture of the might and the gentleness and the protection and all it, why in the world would you try to hold on to your own life and not give it to him and make him that Lord and master of it? Right. You know, you, you can't say that you can fight off everything while still guarding, you know, mm-hmm. you can't that fight off you, anything. Yeah. Let's be honest. Right. And so why in the world are you holding on to it? Give it to him and let him be your protector. Let him be the one that fights for you um, because you can't. I go back to he demonstrated love toward us and that while we were still yet sinners, he died. I mean, the cross is the greatest picture of love and yet strength ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really. Yep. He loved us that he died for us on the cross and yet on that cross, he did it willingly. Right, I was going to say, it wasn't, no no man takes, I can't quote it correctly, but it was his No one own, takes my life. I, I lay, lay it, it down. down. Right, it was his own will that laid it down, that he died. Isaiah 53, like a sheep mm-hmm. is silent before its shearer. And here's the great thing. He was so powerful and mighty, yet he didn't utter a word. Right. Other he could than have stepped seven. off in a heartbeat. Oh my yeah. gosh! You yeah. know, he, I mean, he said I could call ten, legions. ten yeah. legions of mm-hmm. twelve legions of angels, and mm-hmm. and you know, Michael, yep. the war angel, was up there going, "Just give me about right. five seconds, right. God, <laughs> and I'll take care of this." Yep. Yep. The might of yeah. Jesus to stand through it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's it's, so many ways we could go. Well, you want to see real might? You, you look at somebody that shows restraint. And, yes. and he shows us that because he didn't need to prove his might. He owned it. Yep. So he was able to show that restraint. Hey, yeah. I mean, you know, and this is another place that we just have it so backwards in America. Like, oh, that dude is so big and wrong. He's so might. He probably cowers at the flea. <laughs> but you give me some old raw bone dude that just loves Jesus that won't back down yeah. from anything. Mm-hmm. Not saying you're trying to fight like fist fight, but you're just going to stand up under yeah. the pressure. That's might. Restraint under control. All right, let's pray. Yeah. Father, we love you. Thank you that you are who you are. God, our prayer should always be for you just to be God. And we'll love you, Father. You are mighty and you are wonderful. And thank you, Lord, for saving my soul so many years ago. And uh, be with us, Lord.
We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, I'm Hank Meadows, pastor of Mary Baptist Church. I got my home slice with Mona with me. Hey, hey. I got the bean of the board, old Jello boy over there. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, God bless you guys. Bye. Bye, y'all.